0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At goTodobs.com shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on Gotodobs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobs.com today. And welcome in Cardinals President of Baseball Operations John Mozeliak. John, it is great to talk with you today. Thank you so much for taking some time out. How are you, sir?
0: I'm doing well. Good afternoon, guys.
1: Well, I, I am. I'm sure you are excited just as much as Cardinals fans are about getting the opportunity to see the second and third prospects on this Cardinals team with Nolan Gorman and Matthew Liberatore being being brought up. Just what went into the decisions of bringing Nolan Gorman and Libertor up to the bigs?
0: Yeah, I think the easiest way to explain it would be to start with uh, Libby. Um, You know, obviously we had the uh, rain out on Monday, so we had to go with two starters on Tuesday, which subsequently if we want to keep everybody on schedule, we needed a starter for Saturday. And so, you know, looking at what our best options were, understanding how much stress we've been putting on the bullpen, it just made sense to bring up a fresh arm. And obviously, you know, you look at how Libby's been pitching this year down at Memphis, thought it'd be a great opportunity to to give him this shot and and we'll see how he does. And then in Gorman's case, it really, once uh, we realized that um, Tyler O'Neill was going to have to be placed on the IL, it made sense for us to to get a little creative in how we think about our lineup. And, you know, given the fact that he is, uh, you know, hitting and performing very well down in in, uh, Memphis, it just seemed to make sense. And then, you know, the irony is, is these are childhood friends that grew up playing together, um, and, and here they are. They're, they're going to uh, both get their chance, uh, not on the exact same day, but, um, you know, within uh, 24 hours of it, that's a pretty uh, neat story.
2: Mo, you mentioned Tyler O'Neill going on the 10-day IL and with the call-up of Nolan Gorman. Is this kind of the call-up to just kind of give him a trial run because of the flurry of injuries you guys are dealing with, or are you guys hoping to get an extended look from Nolan Gorman here?
0: You know, I think um, anytime you try to, like, determine what you want the outcome to look like, other things happen. And the one thing I, I know about the game of baseball is, you know, seasons are long and there's a lot of fluidity and change in it. So I'm not going to try to like write the, the sort of next chapter to what this story looks like. My hope is is um, both these guys have uh, success in their first opportunities. Uh, you know, you're looking at the Cardinals coming off really a, a tough ten days of baseball, haven't really gotten into where we're, where we think we're capable of, of, of more consistent winning. Some a couple tough losses in in New York, and you know, hopefully tonight we can have a bounce back, get on the winning track. And from an individual standpoint, see some of these younger players contribute like we have with, with a Brendan Donovan. And our hope is, is that the regulars and, and our team sort of gets into that, that sort of, you know, ebb and flow of, of you know, winning series, winning games and, and uh, having more success.
1: Again, we're talking with Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mozeliak here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, John, Michael Gersh was on last weekend on, on MLB Network Radio and talked a little bit about how that they're impressed with what Nolan Gorman has done, but they are hoping that he can tighten up those things in the strikeouts in AAA. Uh, from a President of Baseball Operations mindset, when you've got a 22-year-old who is playing so well in the minors but is struggling in one area, at what point do you know that, hey, you know what, he's ready for this shot?
0: You know, I I think like you're going to hear a lot over the next probably 72 hours about Nolan Gorman's strikeout rate. Um, I think it's you know close to 35%, which is very high, but he's still carrying close to a thousand OPS. So really what that means is, is, you know, when he is making contact, it's, it's hard contact and it's the kind of contact that um, is leaving the ballpark a lot when you have 15 home runs. So, you know, I'm hoping that the power and and strikeout rate sort of offset each other, but you know time will tell. I, you know, obviously what you're doing at AAA doesn't always translate into what you see at the big leagues. But I think we have sort of one reason of hope is because when you saw like someone like Yupez come up here and uh, he was having a lot of success at at um, yeah. AAA, it's translated into having success at the big leagues. So that gives us some confidence. And, and when you even use ship as a sort of an example, here's a guy that, you know, they are a little different in terms of their, their overall profile, but, you know, even when he was at AAA, he was close to a 25% strikeout rate and at the big leagues. He's currently at you know, closer to 15. So, you know, maybe, maybe he's made some internal adjustments or someone has helped him up here. But my point is given his success I'm pretty excited about what we might see out of uh, uh, Nolan Gorman.
1: On that topic, Mo, how impressed have you been with Juan Yipez? Because it seems like he jumps into uh, a major league at bat and he just fits like a glove.
0: You know, it's been impressive. Um, you know, I, I always thought he was someone that was going to contribute to our major league team at some point. Um, you know, even last year we added him to the postseason roster. But he's a, he's a young guy that, you know from an offensive standpoint there's a lot to like about it and, and when we ended up getting the dh as you guys know we went into camp thinking that you know hopefully he and and gorman run with the, the sort of the offensive side of things both sort of struggled in spring training and so ultimately we we had to make some adjustments but you know he went down to AAA, and and just like gorman he performed at a very high level and and so it's great to see and i think like I think, like, he just brings, like, energy to our club. And I I think you also see it with with Brendan Donovan, frankly.
2: Mo, with Gorman getting the start at second base, as Ollie said yesterday in his post-game presser, he also said that Tommy Edmund will be sliding over to short. Uh, Two-part question for you with Tommy Edmund at shortstop. What are you expecting from him defensively at short? And then is this kind of his job to lose at short now?
0: Well, I, I think, like, expectations would be that he can be, you know, a very steady player over at short. Um, you, you know, when you think about a lot of our success over the past uh, couple of years, it's been defined by defense and, you know, making this, this move, you, you could see that take a step backwards, but, you know, I will say like <clears throat> the feedback we're getting on, on Gorman's defense at second has been very encouraging. You know, Tommy's just a very athletic player. Um, you know, is he going to have that like, type of arm strength that you might see from a more traditional shortstop? Maybe not. But he's heady, he's smart, he knows to position himself well. And so, you know, I I think with the coaching staff and him, they'll try to put him in the right places to make the the, make the plays. But in terms of like again what this looks like, I I think speaking in absolutes is pretty dangerous right now. We have a lot of moving parts. We're we're trying to sort of you know, marshal through a, a difficult point of our schedule in the sense of we haven't had many off days, we've had some some long games and so it's, it's really just about sort of getting ourselves back on track and then how what we look like when we come come out of this in a week or two. We'll see. But um, you understand in baseball that you have to have flexibility. You've got to position yourselves to be nimble and flexible. And, and that's how we'll try to approach it
1: we got a few more minutes with uh, Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mozalak, who is uh, joining us here on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. John, you mentioned Tyler O'Neill, and, uh, of course, he's headed to the injured list and is going through a little bit of a struggle in the early portion of the season. Is there any concern with what you're seeing at the plate, or does this just seem like maybe a slow start that's carried over from a shortened spring training with Tyler?
0: Yeah, I think you know t- trying to determine exactly what's going on there. Um, there, there's sort of two ways to think about this. There's, you know, obviously the physical side of things or more of the traditional uh, a baseball approach. And then you, you got to imagine there's also the uh, above the shoulders aspect of this. And um, I think, you know, he came out of, of having a very good spring got off to a, a nice start with a couple games, but then just really hasn't um, found his footing. And I think, um, you know, there's probably some level of frustration, but, you know, he's going to have an opportunity to, A, allow his um, shoulder to, to feel better, and, number two, maybe allow him just to take a, a deep breath and, and, and understand that he can sort of reset himself. And hopefully we get the Tyler that we, we started to see emerge last year because, you know, when he's going well, he's a middle-of-the-order type hitter. And, you know, when you look at our club, we need someone other than just Goldie and, and Otto producing and so for us to truly be successful we need a couple other hitters to to emerge for this team to really click
1: does does his struggles john tie into anything that you would evaluate offense and baseball as a whole right now because it feels like there's a narrative of well the cardinals offense is struggling but if you look at it i mean they're top 10 in a lot of categories but it it seems like it's just a baseball issue at this point of the season rather than just a Cardinals issue.
0: So, yeah, I think, I think our offense gets a little bit beat up relative to what, what's happening in the league. And, and I think that's a little bit unfair, but that's possibly because, you know, it's been a little bit of a narrative we've heard for the last couple of years. And, and, um, you know, of course, some of the decisions we've made over the last four or five years have been out to to go trade or, or try to acquire more offense. And, you know, in, in Tyler's case, I think, you know, right now, he just haven't, hasn't had, like, a lot of luck. I mean, you look at, like, his Babbitt, in other words, uh, balls in play, is, is, is probably a little bit below his historic average. And then, you, you know, when you also... Combine that with just sort of some frustrations and, and some physical ailments, it's just, it just hasn't clicked for him. But he's still a guy that we're, we're certainly counting on. And, you know, we still believe there, there's more in the tank for this offense. So, you know, we do believe there'll be uh, brighter days ahead of us.
2: I want to switch over to the pitching just for a second here. And we saw Dakota Hudson on the mound uh, yesterday and he wasn't able to get through five innings and he struggled with a little bit of command. Uh, Mo, what have you made, how would you assess what you've seen from Jordan Hicks and Dakota Hudson coming off of injury so far this year and struggling with a little bit of command issues so far early on in the year?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see this as a very complicated issue, but that doesn't mean it's, it's a simple solution. Um, but when you, when you look at, at both those guys, I mean, obviously Hicks is trying to adapt himself into a starter role. And, but for him to be effective, he's got to be around the plate. And what I mean by that is it's, you, you can't have pitches that are, are just not going to entice even a batter to consider them. And so when you're spraying the strike zone, I think it can be you know, very frustrating. And then when you look at what we saw at a Hudson yesterday, I think the, the biggest thing that stood out to me was just the pace. It was so slow, um, almost as if he was hesitant to throw the ball. And I think that just puts so much more pressure on your defense. They get more flat footed. And, and so, you know, I think in Hudson's case, it's a pretty simple fix in the sense of just, you have to change your internal clock, but you have to get it ticking and you got to get moving and, um, but he's also another guy that, that needs to go back to throwing it over the plate. Um, I think the the frustration you're seeing over the last few starts for some of these guys is just too many walks, or maybe just arguably too many pitches and not allowing themselves to go deeper in a game, thus putting more pressure on a bullpen. And, you know, with the new rules this year of of options for pitchers at 15 days, it does put a little bit more strain on, on how you think about moving players up and down on the roster. So, you know, we need we need these guys to go back to to attacking the strike zone and then allowing them to put the ball in play and trust their defense.
2: Final question for me is Mo, The past this weekend, we're going to be right around that quarter mark of the regular season. What's been one of your biggest takeaways, whether it be in Major League Baseball with uh, your club right now, or maybe one of the biggest surprises that you've seen as we're getting towards that quarter part of the uh, regular season?
0: Well, I think it, it shows you that right now, from a very high level, it's it's a competitive league. Um, yes, there are a couple teams that are really struggling and and not quite as as good as others. But on any given day, anyone can win. And so I think there's a lot of parity right now in the game. You look at like the National League West; it's been very competitive. Even the National League East has been. You know, um, um, any given night, those teams can be difficult. And you know, the Central. Of course, obviously the Brewers and Cardinals appear to be like the where it's likely going to end up, but you still can't take anybody for granted at this level. And and so I know we have Pittsburgh this weekend, but you know my, my fingers are crossed we get off to a good start tonight, and uh, you know then worry about tomorrow tomorrow.
1: John, we'll get you here out of here on this uh, two players that I know a lot of Cardinals fans are are just curious about their. Um, their movement towards returning to the big leagues is Jack Flaherty and Alex Reyes. Is there any update on either of those two?
0: Um, Jack's progressing. Good news is he's, you know, making regular bullpen appearances now. And um, I think the most important part is he's recovering. And so that's very encouraging. And then Alex's case, I I, I think uh, everybody's aware that he is getting a second opinion. And, And usually when you're going down that path, that's not always good news. So, Um, hopefully we have more to update on that in in, the next couple days.
1: John, uh, appreciate the time, as always, for you joining us here on 101 ESPN. Good luck this weekend in Pittsburgh, and we look forward to to seeing you guys at Busch Stadium on Monday.
0: Sounds good. Thanks, guys.
1: There you go. That's John Mosela, Cardinals, president of baseball operations, joining us here on BK and Ferrario.